Look at that. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Welcome to Stream Queens. Tonight's lovely episode is Josie and the Pussycats. Circa 2001, streaming on <laughs> HBO Max. Dude, that was the best upgrade I've ever invested in. <laughs> it has all the Harry Potter movies, all the Lord of the Rings, like... Friends is on there. Yeah. I sound so sure <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's because we are. We hit a happy hour. Lo siento. It was, not really. It was fine. It, it was, was the fir my first time in a bar in like three and a half months. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give us our synopsis and jump into some fun facts. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Synopsis. Wait, did you even say the name of the movie? I did. Movie? I did. Okay. <laughs> and I said where you could find it and all of it. Mickey is drunk. <laughs> synopsis. <laughs> a girl group finds themselves in the middle of a conspiracy to deliver subliminal messages through pop music. Is that all your synopsis? That's the entire thing. <laughs> okay, we should also say we have not recorded in person for three months. Yeah, so this is going to be wild. So we're very excited to just be around each other. <laughs> Fun facts. To stay with the consumer tone of the film from beginning to end, there are approximately 73 companies who have products placed throughout the show. I believe that. The film was edited to a PG version in hopes to gather a wider audience. Oh. Makes sense. Wasn't as good. It was PG? No, it was the one you saw was PG-13. Okay, good. I was like, uh. Yeah, and the scenes where it was like Mel holding the sign, like, honk if you like pussy, oh. was cut out. Lame. I know, I know. <laughs> in order to preserve the wholesome image of the Josie and the Pussycats, Archie Comics demanded there was a scene where the girls were brushing their teeth. That's weird that that's, like, a wholesome thing, but, like, I get it. They do that a lot in 90s movies, early 2000s. Yeah, but if you think of, like, modern-day new girl, they have that whole sexual tension between Jess and Nick Miller brushing, brushing their, their teeth. teeth. So, joke's on you, Archie Comics. <laughs> <laughs> and my last one, Tara Reid and Carson Daly started dating after meeting on the set during his cameo in the film. They eventually became engaged before ending their relationship in June 2001. That was not long. No. How long was that engagement? <laughs> not long. Like three months, right? <laughs> You're like, how, when, so it was somewhere between a year and three months. Like, we don't know. Wait, I thought this came out in 2001. It did. But so we don't even know, like. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Like, when, what, when did they, when did it come out? When did they start dating? I don't know. It's, I I. I have so many comments. I'm just not going to say anything till we get to the seats. Are you ready for the opening? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I am. Dishaw, Dishaw shows up to perform their hit single, Backdoor Lover, and flies off in their Target-themed private jet. The band confronts their manager, Wyatt, about some strange background noise on their latest album. Wyatt orders the plane to crash and parachutes to safety in Riverdale. Okay, do you want to hear my note? <laughs> okay, so I just want to say, 2001, I was in first grade. Jesus fucking Christ! When this came out. First, second grade, I don't know when this came out. First, second grade, whatever. I do remember the early 2000 boy band fans, how they were just like, Wah! That was me. I, I was boy band I fan. thought of you guys. 
right when I saw that because I was a first grader. You guys would have been like, what? Seventh grade, sixth grade, seventh exactly. grade. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I forgot that Seth Green and the guy from the Scrubs was in this movie. Yes. And I was laughing my ass off at Seth Green the whole time. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Their agent is uh, Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki-looking motherfucker. He is! <laughs> Holy shit. The 2000 graphics on all of the logos, like Target and Pepsi, I was just like, what a throwback. <laughs> I was getting flashbacks, and it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, they mentioned TRL, which I laughed at. And then I quoted, de jour means friendship. <laughs> I, I quote so much of all of the de jour means. De jour means friendship. <laughs> My favorite, they're in the plane, and the boy band is, they're getting in some little tiff, right? Because mm-hmm. that just happens when you're touring. And he's like, your monkey did this, your monkey, your monkey pooed on my little balls. <laughs> I'm so, and then, it's so fucking stupid. And then, Dijor means family, Dijor means, Dijor means seatbelts. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when they go down, I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is this guy doing? I was like, oh, my God, is he going to kill them? And he That's did. I forgot about that scene. So I have Holy seen this movie shit. before, but it's I was, like, what, six at the time? So It's been a minute. But I do remember, well, I don't remember them dying, so that's fun. <laughs> the beauty of all of this is that this isn't even the opening credits. No, so, so, we, so we get to the opening credits. And there's this cute pussycat montage. The days for all your lives to come undone. And those three short I don't know. I don't know. You can see that I'm the one. And the girls are playing a show in their local bowling alley. Hell yeah. While packing up their gear, these popular girls pull up singing the Backdoor Lover song, which I think is about Back butt stuff. Oh, it's 100% about anal. Butt stuff. It's th- <laughs> they, they try to make it sound like it's like, I'm your Backdoor Lover, like... No, it's about not popping your cherry. It says, Backdoor Lover... Lover. <laughs> backdoor Lover coming in with the lights down, though. Oh, that's 100% anal. <laughs> anal. Right? It's anal. That's exactly what we're talking about. And they're talking shit. They're like, you guys are never going to be jack shit. Doesn't matter. Josie is upset and Val comes in with the bestie hug and makes it all better. So as soon as we're introduced to Josie and the Pussycats, I'm like, how do I know the song? Because I was fucking singing word for word the song from my bed. And I was like, oh, my God, this is some deep part of my consciousness. Just that I know in this. <laughs> Val looked very busy. Like, between the band and all her, like, humanitarian work. Yep. Good for her. Fucking love her. I just said fucking Tara Reid. <laughs> Tara Reid. Because wasn't she in Cruel Intentions, too? She's in fucking She everything. was in Cruel Intentions because I was like, goddamn Tara Reid. She was because she, yep. she was in the therapist. Uh, fucking She everywhere. was a therapist daughter. Um, I do remember the lead singer's hair and how much I loved it. I've oh, always been obsessed with redheads. I definitely talk about that later on. Oh, okay, good. Because yes. I've been obsessed with redheads and the little, like, whoop, yes. about and I said, oh, it's based on Riverdale, like the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a part where the popular girls are like, wait, you didn't do any fun facts. Yeah, I did. I did them earlier. You, no, just you, mi- you missed them. That's fine. What? You said it without me? No, you were here. You're sitting right here. You what? <laughs> I thought you just did a summary. Nope. Nope, we're fine. You're just drunk. 
The other thing I noticed that I was like, this does not age well. The girls in the car are like, you guys suck. And they're like, we're special. And they all just lean into the camera like, special ad. Yeah. And I was like, uh oh. I said, who are these bitches? They're not very nice. <laughs> you can't you can't do that shit. You can't you can't say that anymore. So Josie's having kind of this midlife crisis. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on with the band. She wants it to be something. She doesn't know if it's going to be something. So she goes home and tries to create this image for herself in the band. And Alan M shows up needing help with his truck. Clearly, there are some love sparks there. I said, wow, a girl who can work on cars. How edgy. (laughs) And especially in a small town, bitch, everyone. I mean, I grew up in a small town. I can't do shit, but a lot of bitches could. I loved his song. Taking my truck for granted. She said, I'm taking my truck for granted. (laughs) And then he makes this comment about like, if you ever wanted to tell someone something, but you just don't know if yep. they would agree and how they would take it. And she's like leaning in, like, tell me you love me. And he's like, I have this coworker with really bad breath. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Like, tell me you love me. And then it's like, LOL. No. Nope. <laughs> LOL, bad breath. <laughs> LOL. Alexander shows up to the house to talk with the girls about management. He gets busted buying du jour tickets. Meanwhile, the girls see that the du jour plane crashed on the news, <laughs> and Josie realizes that life is just too short. They need to go out and get what they want. You guys, the girl, Alexander's sister, is the girl from Dodgeball. <laughs> she is! Holy shit! Fron or whatever with the fucking <laughs> unibrow? Yeah! <laughs> I laugh so hard. Lady in red. <laughs> Dancing with me, cheek to cheek. (laughs) (laughs) I also said, why does Tara Reid play the same character in every movie? She does. And then I just have, in all caps, the cell phone. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And also the line where (laughs) they obviously hate the sister, and I can't even remember her name. I don't know. But they're, like, talking, they're like, hi, Alexander, and they're like, have you lost some weight? <laughs> like, Aww. holy shit, that's dark. But do you guys remember when MTV News was, like, a super reliable news source? Yes. Fuck yes. Those were the days, man. MTV in this glory day. Also, what was up in the de- with the decorations in that apartment? That was so pretty bad. <laughs> everything was different patterns, which I can get behind because I love eclectic bullshit. But, like... The cupboards were circle patterned along with the wallpaper circle pattern. Honestly, what the fuck was that? I thought about The Sims when I saw their house. Yes, I was like, this is something that like someone that playing The Sims would fucking create. Yes. Okay, what is the girl that's playing Josie? What does she do now? Oh, because she's she's like a huge activist and beautiful soul. What the fuck? Yes, bitch. But because I know the girl that plays Val, she was like in Rent and stuff, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, I knew she was Mimi. She is. God, that movie. But yeah, she's yeah, Ra- like Ra- activist stuff. Yeah, Rachel Lee Cook. She's like this awesome badass who just like, I don't know, she might have kids. I follow her on Instagram every now and then, but. I was going to say, because I have not heard shit from her from like since yeah. this movie. And she, you know, she was in, um, oh, what is the 90s movie where she falls down the stairs and she, you know what I'm talking about? The 90s movie where she's all that. She's all that. Oh. She's the lead in that Have too. I not seen that? Maybe not. That's going to be on our bucket list. <laughs> Wait, is that the one with Amanda Bynes? Nope. Nope, nope. nope. All right, <laughs> add, add that. 
Shopping sprees next? Yeah, so this okay. is where we get into... <laughs> Fucking the best man. things in life are free, but you can leave those for the birds and bees. Give me money. That's all I want. I want money. <laughs> Wyatt is spotted at a music store in the mall. He asks the DJ working to play the last single from DuJour. People in the store start mumbling about new things they want. Orange shoes or something about them being better than pink things. Maybe I should start drinking. Dude, you don't drink. They are mindless drones who will gobble up anything that they think is cool, says one of the goth chicks. Don't worry. They get rid of her, too. Wyatt gets a phone call from Fiona saying he needs to find a band by tomorrow. (laughs) The Sobe logo in general was very triggering for me. (laughs) Um, I do remember the CD stores. Oh, yes. That was really bad. Um, And I said, ooh, edgy goth girl. And I was, and then the next, the next line I was like, uh, why did she get kidnapped? So they fucking kidnap her. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Where, where are her parents? And obviously just because she's goth doesn't mean they're not going to care where she is. Oh, they called it. That Nirvana song. Um, smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, they're, he's like, smells like Teen Spirit. And then they like kidnap her. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I loved it. We can't have that bullshit, you know? I guess not, huh? <laughs> Josie and the Pussy. <laughs> 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 it's bad. It's so bad. Josie and the Pussycats are playing outside a local shop, and a store owner says he will call the cops. Wyatt nearly hits the girls with his car as they flee, and he realizes he has found a band to replace DuJour. He takes the girls out for coffee and says he would love to sign them. The girls have a band meeting in the bathroom and decide to do it. Okay, can we clarify? (laughs) This cop shit came out very close after whatever's going on in our world. Yes. So I said, yeah, you call the cops on those three girls playing music. (laughs) They're so threatening. (laughs) That's literally what I put. Okay. Yes. Oh, my God, that's so convenient that they stopped in front of Wyatt's cars. With the number one band being pulled Yeah, and they're just, like, the wind blowing. They're just like, ah. (laughs) I love that he sits them down and he goes, I just can't believe I'm sitting down with Josie and the pussy hats. (laughs) (laughs) Also, can we talk about that old school Starbucks? Yes. So bad. (laughs) Also, Terry's hair. With all the knots in it. With all those little hoops. Dude, I remember having my hair like that, and I thought I was the shit. It was so (laughs) cute back in the day. You, like, just tied your hair in knots, and you're like, I got long, wavy, blonde hair. Look at me. Look at me. I am so popular. Yeah, no, that was so bad. (laughs) That's all I have. (laughs) So they sign the deal. Yes. And they are on their private jet talking about how they don't want fame to change them. They promise to keep their bus passes to remind them of where they came from. They will always put friends first and the band second. Whoa! What's up, big butt? Shut up. Hey, guys. You know how people always say that this is the life? I think this is what they say. Private plane. Record deal. Coaster. Loads of cash. Oh, scratch that. We still pose. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pardon? No Hang on. Yes? At least I don't think I need this anymore. 
Riverdale Mini Bus Pass. Guys, you know what? We have the only bus passes in Muni history with three people in the picture. It's not my fault you both jumped in on mine. Okay, no, you both jumped in on mine. <laughs> you know what, though? We should keep these. Remind us where we came from. Hey, listen. Let's promise each other something right here and right now, okay? No matter what happens, if we become huge stars, or if we end up hitchhiking back to Riverdale, we will always be friends first and a band second. Friends first. Friends first. I swear on my bus pass. I, I swear, swear on my, my bus, bus pass. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, first of all, I said Alan M is not even that cute. <laughs> When that sister said, I'm here because I was in the comic book, I was like, LOL. Died. She broke the fourth wall. Yes. Love it. And that happens throughout the movie. I love like, it so much. They just look at the camera like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, you know. Yep. I bet they break their friend promises. <laughs> I loved also when Tara Reed was like, they're all like, this is the life. And she goes, yeah, coasters. <laughs> Also, so cute. I did not remember at this point why the first band had to die. So I was like, did I miss something? Because they're like, oh, like, what's this on our track? And then they immediately, like, got thrown out of the plane. So I was yep. like, wait, why the first band died? Like, I don't know. And then yep. it gets explained later. They get to what we assume is L.A. or some, some big town. New I, York. New York? Yeah, they okay. show Times Square. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> The girls make it to New York. <laughs> it's New York. The girls go to New York. And they are given... And they are, <laughs> that's the name of the porn. The girls go, go to New, New York. York. <laughs> and they are given a crazy fun looking makeover montage. After the makeovers, Wyatt takes them to see their giant ass billboard where Val realizes that the name is wrong. They aren't Josie and the Pussycats. They are just the Pussycats. As the limo drives off, we see someone following them, question mark. First of all, why is Josie acting like she's never been in a salon before? That right. red is not natural. No. We all know that. Stop fucking pretending. Yep. Also, why are Tara Reed's pants so fucking low? You can see her <laughs> ass crack. I want to know that. Low waist was a thing. So showing your ass crack was cool. Yes, and also thongs. Right. Thank you, X Tina. I said, uh oh, I'll raise some start of friction in the band mm -hmm. over the band name. Who the fuck is stalking them? Because <laughs> I literally forgot who yes. it was. <laughs> I used to have used to love having my mom flip my hair out the way Josie's was flipped. And she used to do that for me all the time. Oh. And I usually I used to get it cut that short just to have it flipped out. I way. do have a picture of me with my hair flipped out like that. It's like me and my brother, like in like a church yes. picture, and my and my hair is like Whoop, whoop, whoop. And it's so cute. That style, I don't know, that style I think could still come back. Oh, it still could. Oh, yeah. 100%. It probably will. And with that red tone, so cute. Yeah, but then again, that's not a natural red. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to put that out there. Bitch, you've been to a salon. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, And that up, is Josie. not a box dye. That looks nice. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Josie. We see you, bitch. We see you, bitch. <laughs> so Fiona is this big wig of this company, and she's giving a tour of some high-end government bullshit where the record company is a front. 
Turns out this record company controls all trends through subliminal messaging. And Fiona also admits that once bands find out about the messaging, they just kill them off one at a time. Meanwhile, the girls are holding their very first recording session. Wyatt shows the girls the processor that really brings everything together. After hearing it back, the girls mysteriously want consumer trends, like a Big Mac or shoes. Very mysterious indeed. Can I just say something? Yes, please. That's going to happen the whole entire movie because I'm a dumbass. I thought the bitch that played Fiona was fucking Elizabeth Banks. Oh, no. But yeah, I could see why you Right? Were. I thought it was Elizabeth Banks it's, it's the Parker entire Posey or something. Yeah. I thought, okay, listen to this. Oh, no. Holy shit, this movie is not woke. So something must have <laughs> happened before that. I mean, we're all like on edge right now. So yep. if I said, hi, Elizabeth Elizabeth Banks, right? <laughs> and then she said something about Buffy meets Chicken Run. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Rose is in the promotional video. Uh, Eugene Levy? Yeah. <laughs> but Johnny Rose from Schitt's Creek. John! And then I have the quote, but they do make minimal wage and have loads of cash. <laughs> That's teens. They're stupid and they suck, but they do make, make minimal, minimal wage and have loads of cash. From babysitting. Yep. Light! Hello, I'm Eugene Levy, and yes, I'm an actor. I said cappuccino. I'm here to talk to you about something very important. No, it's not about me or my career. I'm here to talk about subliminal messages in rock and roll music, or as it's simply known in some cultures, rock music. You see, for years, the government has been wisely coercing teenagers to buy products they normally wouldn't want just to get their money. Fact, kids don't have bills to pay. Fact, they don't pay taxes, but they do babysit and hold minimum wage jobs that earn them wads of cash as thick as, well, my body of work. But these kids today aren't dumb. They're not going to buy just anything. That's why the government has been planning small subliminal advertising suggestions in today's rock music. The results? We can now get these kids to buy just about anything. We can have them chasing a new trend every week. And that is good for the economy. And what's good for the economy is good for the country. So God bless the United States of America, the most ass-kicking country in the world. Fuck the United States of America. Because <laughs> that's the mood I was in. And then I said, wow, this is some kind of mind fuck with medium culture. So I did not remember any of that part of the movie. Mm -hmm. So that was exciting. <laughs> I definitely pointed out Eugene Levy. And I also said, dude, that's jerkin. No one ever fucking used that term. No. This escalated very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> in this recording montage, which is what you're getting at right now. Yes. We have this photo shoot, a music video recording, and they all of a sudden top the charts and ratings. Can the I Pussycats just... go from unknown to number one in a week. Their popular girls show up to their hotel room, the ones from high school, and straight up stalker obsess them and say, like, we're the biggest fans fucking ever. Wyatt tells them that Fiona has set up a party to celebrate the success, and he forgot the invite for Val because he's a fucking racist asshole. Yeah. <clears throat> he also tells them that they have a stadium show booked for that weekend. I loved that uh, while their song is playing in the music shops or whatever, wherever music mm -hmm. is sold at this time, because CD. fucking early, <laughs> one girl's like, 
she hears it and she's like, oh my god, Gatorade is the new Snapple. <laughs> yeah, I said it happened in a week. Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question mark. So they rose to fame in a week. In a week. In a okay. full week. Sweet. Why do I remember that ridiculous necklace that Elizabeth Banks, because I still thought it was Elizabeth Banks, <laughs> is wearing? Is this why she got the role of Effie from Hunger Games? <laughs> Holy shit, this I is amazing. I it was for <laughs> entire fucking time. You know, if it, like, if you put them face-to-face, They're I can see why. They're very similar. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know who Movie Phone was. <gasps> Mr. Movie Phone? I didn't know who that was. Holy shit. I'm going to pull up some oldies for you. I literally didn't know who that I was like, who is Movie Phone? <laughs> And then I said, LOL, Elizabeth Banks is so funny, even though it wasn't fucking Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> God, I hate my life. So Fiona is seen talking to the government about the stadium concert because she's got this plan made up. Everyone will be wearing these pussycat ears, <laughs> sending them messages. These kids will have no idea what hit them. She says, and neither were you. And the government person <laughs> is like, what? <laughs> and she's like, oh, nothing. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> Val is in the hotel by herself watching Behind the Music, and she starts to realize that the friendship with Mel and Josie could be at risk. Mel gets out of the shower to find a mysterious message written on her bathroom mirror. Beware of the music. I do remember this scene. (laughs) The McDonald's um, sundies that she's using. Yep. I said, wow, there's a lot of merch placement in this movie. 73, apparently. And I said, why do I remember this shower scene with Tara Reid? I think it's because her loofah is the fucking thing of McDonald's fries. Yes, <laughs> that's what it is. And then I said, yeah, I would scream too if there was that many fucking Ronald McDonald in my bathroom. <laughs> I loved, in particular, when we're listening to the government, whatever heads, listening to whatever is going to be put in the messages, yeah. and it's like, Free will is overrated. Area 51 isn't real. <laughs> Little did they know. 2019. There'd be a fucking Dude, I forgot about Area 51. Let's go get it. I bought a shirt in Vegas. <laughs> Let's go storm that. Fuck COVID. Let's go. Alan M. Can we also talk about how, like, ever since I was a child, I never knew his name was Alan M. I thought Me it was either. I thought it was L M N. Up until this very fucking time watching through, I never knew what his name was. He's very plain and not that. No. <laughs> so Alan M goes to Josie's hotel room. He plans to have this pizza night, and Josie has to ditch because she has her big party at Fiona's. Alan M and Josie share a cute little moment, but that's interrupted when Wyatt shows up. Before she leaves the hotel, Alan M. asks to take her on a date the very next day, and they plan for some sort of 4 p.m. bullshit at an aquarium. Ooh, Josie, get it in that dress. I do remember the scene, because I remember the scene being, like, the hottest scene ever. Yes. Like, when he's, like, rubbing the, like, little crystals down her back, and she's like, ugh. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. And then I said, oh, wow, now you want to hang out with her because she's famous and in a sexy dress. Yep. You ass. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that flower sticker tattoo on her back. So bad, dude. <laughs> That's where I lost it. That's where I lost the attraction. Yes. <laughs> I was like, god damn it, that flower tattoo. <laughs> I did love the thing about Josie where she was like, 
they made me wear this, but she's like still like not really someone who conforms. So she's I like, know. so I cut these in the front and made cuffs. And I, I was know. like, oh, you goddamn queen. She was super, you can tell she was super like not happy in it, but goddamn that dress. Yep. So. So hot. Not sure why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was Josie my sexual awakening? Yes. <laughs> The girls attend Fiona's party, and she takes them up to her girly room. Things get weird. I don't like this part. Fiona starts talking about body weight and gives Josie a back massage. Val talks to the girls and asks if they think that Fiona is a little bit of a freak. Val starts talking about how things have been different since they left Riverdale. And (laughs) Fiona has been watching on a camera... And during all of this, Wyatt comes in and she says, you have to get rid of all of the pussycats and keep Josie. They know too much. Yeah. So the beginning of the party scene, I was like, this would be intimidating as fuck. Like, new stars and everyone's just, like, staring at you and you're like, huh. (laughs) Then I was like, why does a grown-ass adult woman have a dollhouse in her playroom? (laughs) Also, why does she have a playroom? What's with the body shaming? Ew. Yep. The new thong from the thingle. What thong? (laughs) I totally forgot about that. The notes, or one of kind of like the fun facts that I Mm -hmm. didn't put in here, is that they actually wanted Fiona to be overweight in her childhood. And the actress actually said, why don't we have the person have a lisp instead? Yeah, that's... The whole situation freaked me out. I was not comfortable with any of that. Mm-mm. But the evil laugh bit with her and Wyatt. Hilarious. Again, love that. Again, thought it was still Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> there was a Skittle in his fucking throat. Right, Elizabeth Banks is the one from, like, Pitch Perfect, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of the right person. Yep. Yeah, that's who I fucking thought it was the nope. whole entire movie. <laughs> nope, not her. That's God okay, though. Damn it. <laughs> Don't worry, I have some notes at the end of that because I look it up. Because <laughs> I was like, that's Elizabeth Banks, right? Oh, my God. It's not. No, it's not. It's okay. Yeah, we know. Josie and Al and M go to the aquarium for their first date. Al and M got a gig at a local bar and invites Josie to attend his show. Josie is spotted and is swarmed by fans, and they have to zoom out of there. They can't be caught, so they hide Mm -hmm. in the aquarium. Josie confides in Al and M that she is scared that she will fail at this idea of fame, They almost kiss and are interrupted by another fan scuba diving in the whale tank. (laughs) I only have a couple notes for this. I said, do celebrities really go to aquariums? No, why would they? Also, I do love how there's a different trendy color in, like, throughout the movie. Yes. So, like, this one was blue, and I was like, lol. They even had, um, what's that water? Avon? Or whatever. Yeah. Yes. They had a water logo in the aquarium. They sure did. I was like, God damn it. They're product placing everywhere all over this place. <laughs> Just vomiting products. God. It's so funny. It's funny now to me, like, now that I'm older. Yep. Because it's kind of like a satire kind of well, thing. Well, and that's what it is. It's supposed to be like a whole joke. Exactly. I love it. I'm here for it. But as a kid, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Oh my God, look at all this McDonald's. <laughs> oh my God, look at that loofah. It's fries. It's fries. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the hotel, (laughs) Val realizes that Josie's face is on every product, and she calls her boss. So there's this moment where Val's looking around, she's really uncomfortable, and then Josie makes a comment, and she's like, okay, boss. So you can tell there's tension. Tension. Wyatt tells Mel and Val that they will be on TRL, (laughs) so the world can get to know the other two pussycats. 
Wyatt says that Alan M's show was canceled and convinces Josie to stay in and listen to the new single. I remember TRL. Like, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. For a little bit. That's, I was going to ask if, if you ever oh, watched yeah. TRL. Oh, yeah. After school? Kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. I asked, why is everything so late? <laughs> because every fucking backdrop was, like, night sky. I'm like, why yeah. are they going to record a TRL at, like, fucking 10 o'clock at night? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> And then the shit that Wyatt is pulling, like, literally stressed me out. Because he had to be, like, like talk on the phone and be like, oh, yeah, here's a that, message for you. That's cover two. Yep. I hate that shit. Like, that's what, I love Barry, but that's what pisses me off. Yes. Is, like, the high-stressed, like, shit that they go through to cover their tracks. Oh, my God, I fucking hate that. Yep. So I had, like, anxiety watching that. I was like, he's going to get hot. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> TRL's next, right? Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> so Val and Mel realize that the TRL set is fake. Carson shows up and tells them that he will be killing them that night, essentially. The girls manage to escape, but by the time they find Josie, she has already listened to the new song and is now brainwashed. Val and Mel get to the hotel room and it's too late. Val and Mel don't realize that she's brainwashed and leave her because she's such a bet. So the TRL, it's fake. That's so fucking rude. Whatever happened to Carson Daly? Does anyone know? He's running some other shows probably, I think. I'm going to Google it. Yes. Because I want to know. <laughs> Total request dead. I put, yes. And I put, excuse me. <laughs> the CD player that Josie has. The Walkman. Okay. Did anyone else keep that with them in their backpack as they rode the bus? Yes. Okay, Every good. Fucking I day. thought I was the only one. <laughs> and when we went to college, we weren't able to actually have CD players in our car because most of us were poor. And so you had to do the cassette tape in the, in the car, plug it into a Walkman so you could play your CDs in the car. See, when I was driving, we got CDs. <laughs> yeah, but I did have a big ass, like, now that's what you call music nine in my CD player Holy as shit. I rode the bus. Yes. Every morning. Yes. Oh, I felt so bad for that L&M calling her. And I said, see, cell phones would make life a lot easier. Yep. The other guy kept doing impressions, and then he did a Bill Cosby one, and that, I was like, you, that did not age well. That's what I said. I said, ooh, the Bill Cosby impression didn't age well, eh? Nope. And then I just said, they just casually walk out after almost getting killed. And also, I love that Mel takes Carson out with a Matt Damon statue. Like, Matt Damon. <laughs> I love it so much, and I think God. they actually reference Matt Damon again in this I movie. I do, too. <laughs> so for Josie, I put Bad mm-hmm. Josie is the headline. Bad Josie. Bad, Bad Josie. Josie. She has very small hands. <laughs> that puppy bit was just mean. Oh, yeah. When she talked to Mel and she's like, oh, you like puppies, but they grow up and they die. I was like, that's fucking rude. Yep. And I was like, oh, so she's just walking down New York with a CD player listening to her own music. Did not like the homeless clown that like randomly Yeah, that was up. that was something. I'm very scared of clowns. That Triggered was, into the, the yeah. you know, lizard brain there. Yeah, I did not like that. And then I said, only got the bus pass. Because she finds the bus pass. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, am I getting No, you're good. Yourself? So Josie <laughs> goes off for a walk, like you mm-hmm. said, and she hears these subliminal messages. She runs, trips, and finds her bus pass. So Josie is starting to piece it all together. She finds Alexander and asks him to help her with what is wrong with the CD. Because mm-hmm. something is in the background of it. Josie discovers the messages underneath the music and realizes that Wyatt has been using 
the big processor is what I always keep calling it. Yep. Mega sound. The mega sound mm-hmm. to add in to the tracks. So Josie tries to take the big processor to the police, but Fiona catches her in the act. I did not know that Red Bull was around in 2001. <laughs> because Alexander drank like five of them, and I was like, wait, Red Bull was around in 2001? Like a flock of seagulls. Ah. Also, also, I do remember Pepsi One, though. Oh, fuck yeah. And then I just put in all caps, mega sound, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and then someone said, I want a vintage tea. And Heath Ledger, and I said, same. Also rip. (laughs) Fucking rest in peace. Someone said, I'm a trend pimp. What was that? So that's Josie, and we're going to get to that in a second. Gotcha. And then I just said, I fucking love Elizabeth Banks' character in this movie, because I still thought it was Elizabeth Banks. You still thought it was Elizabeth Banks? Yeah, I said, I fucking love Elizabeth Banks' character in this movie. (laughs) I still (laughs) thought it was Elizabeth Banks. Oh, my God. I also have to point out, like, what the fuck is Josie doing walking around alone at night? I don't... In New York, as a celebrity, by yourself, just... I feel like they didn't do that. No. And also, they've only been famous for a week, but honestly, she could have been trampled. But also, can you rem- can you remember walking around with a big-ass CD player? Yes. Like, all the... I, dude, all the fucking I had that time. shit tucked in my backpack. You... <laughs> Now that's what I call music 20. <laughs> I did add in the same things. The Heath Ledger is the new Matt Damon. And I was Aww. like, one was definitely better than the other. I but know. that's where that's where Josie was. She falls over. She realizes all these things. She realizes what's being put into this mega sound. And she goes, holy shit, I'm a trend pimp. She's like, I'm nobody's pimp. Yeah. So now I was like, no one says that anymore. <laughs> and girl's up in arms. She's ready to fucking go. And then Elizabeth Banks comes <laughs> So it's the night of the stadium concert. Josie refuses to perform, and Fiona and Wyatt tell her that they will blow up Val and Mel in a car crash if she refuses. Josie says that she will play the show, pausing to tell Val and Mel that they are her best friends. So they have this really big heart-to-heart, and I love that scene. Damn, this, um, I said, oh my god, these fucking outfits, especially Josie's. I do remember the per- the blue I- leopard print fucking puffy-ass jacket. I don't know if this is recovered memory. Oh, no. But I'm pretty sure I had a Josie Barbie doll with that <gasps> same exact fucking outfit. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. I think I did. Or someone I know did. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, so Josie the Josie and the pussy cats. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, this situation's fucked up. Yay, girl friendships. I just love this scene so much. I think <sighs> it's like we add in, like, this weird fucking detail of, like, we understand that they are being murdered mysteriously Mm -hmm. and then Josie's here and she's all fuck it I'll play but don't you fucking hurt them but then she has to like slide over almost try to save both Mm -hmm. of them can't do it Mm -hmm. also the blue eyeshadow in this fucking with her and Tara Reid combined is like beyond acceptable guys I put that on my Barbie like style head thing do you guys remember those did you have one of those brats or whatever um, well, it was a Barbie one. I could, like, do her hair. Yeah. And then I cut off all her hair. <laughs> okay, you psycho. And then t- it doesn't grow back. Just living that short hair life. I mean, it had really long hair, and then I cut it, and then I cut some more, and then I just kept cutting it and putting, like, <laughs> lotion in its hair, and it was nasty, so I just cut it off. What did you do to that poor fucking doll? Gave it a really bad makeover. Too much. Too much happened. But I do love that scene. Josie is about to go on stage 
when DeJour shows up. <laughs> fucking DeJour from the fucking blue shows up. Les tells Melody that he has tried to warn them <sighs> through the messages in her bathroom. <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats beat the shit out of Fiona, Wyatt, and the fucking crew, I guess. In the fight, they break the big processor, and the messages are heard. Fiona wanted to brainwash everyone to love her. We find out that she has a huge dork personality behind her that she fucking hid forever, and Wyatt is also albino, question mark? The U.S. government arrests Fiona and Wyatt and plans to continue the work through movies, I guess. Dude, I don't have a lot of fucking comments <laughs> for this scene. Are you kidding? There's so much happening. There's a lot. I said, where the fuck did they learn to fight? <laughs> First of all. Fucking du jour, du jour. Yep. I did not know where they learned to fight. I forgot the secret message was everyone loving Fiona. <laughs> so I was laughing my ass off. Someone said white ass Wally. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fiona goes, oh my god, white ass Wally. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Holy shit, that girl's a skunk on her head. <laughs> it's so dumb. But will they like their music without the hidden messages? <laughs> because goddamn it, they go out and play anyways. <laughs> I love that when DeJour shows up, they're like, we landed the plane perfectly. That was not the problem. We landed in a Metallica show. Oh, yeah, they're like, thank God I knew the first few verses of Enter the Sandman. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing so... That's the only thing that saved me. Because everyone else is like head to toe and cast. Dude, this movie is fucking wild. Oh my god. I'm, and I, I can't. I love when Val is about to punch Wyatt in the face and she goes, You messed with the wrong pussy. <laughs> Same. So <What>? fucking good. <laughs> the final scene, which is what you were talking about. Josie and the Pussycats are on stage, and before they begin to play, Josie gives a speech about being yourself. And Yes, Queen. Yes, fucking yes. She says that the band will be playing something they haven't released. She told the crowd to decide on their own if they liked it or not, which is fucking badass. Mm-hmm. The crowd goes crazy after a few seconds of them playing. Alan M. professes his love. The two kiss, and the Pussycats are true fucking rock stars. Okay, can I play the song? Yes. This fucking soundtrack is gold, so. and that like, there's I don't know if there's ever been a movie. Challenge me, please. That there's been a movie that has created a soundtrack this good. Honestly, I said, "Oh my god, they're so good without the hidden messages!" Yay! Yes. The crowd surfing scene. So when fucking Alan M <laughs> is like, I am your jersey! From like crowd surfing, yeah. I was like, that's fucking dumb. I said, like, anyone could actually hear Alan M screaming no. to her over the crowd, fuck you all. No, I hate that fucking scene. And then I said, why am I tearing up at the end of this movie? <laughs> and I just said, spin around and around and around and around and around and around. And then I said, oh, the credits are cute. And that's the end of my house. <laughs> 
so good. No, wait. No, 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 no. The end of my notes is, okay, who the fuck is Parker Posey? I That's Elizabeth Banks, right? <laughs> that's a fake name she used, right? No. No. This was not Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> the entire movie was fucking Parker Posey. <laughs> and I hate myself for the rest of my life. <laughs> Sorry, I got really loud because I was pissed no, off. No, that's amazing. I need to know your rating and everything. I'll start with my summary. Yes. This movie is the early 200s. 2000. The early early 200s, you guys. This movie is early 2000s summed up in a movie. I could smell the mall pretzels and the Hollister perfume. Yes. And my rating is A Few Recovered Childhood Memories, a.k.a. all the fucking songs from the soundtrack, and Nostalgia Overload, and it's just what I needed, and I'm so fucking glad I rewatched it. <laughs> yes. And now I always have... It took three whole hours and five long days for all your lies to come under You were just too late. But I don't okay. care. I was <laughs> fucking eight at the time. Sue me. <laughs> For me, this movie was something that I didn't remember was such an iconic movie, but looking back was such an iconic so movie. Good. Like, it was a movie that really hit hard in my, like, in my heart. Everything, girl power, everything about the, like, the, the target. Well, and, and not even that, but, like, the clothing they wore and all this bullshit I just fell in love with. And I realized fucking... Rachel, you fucking nailed it. You were a perfect Josie. And I'm going to give it the perfect nostalgia mm-hmm. early Kesha phase oh. with the leopard print and shit and, like, girl power overload. I fucking loved it. Girl power. Girl power. Girl power. Girl power. Thank you, Alana. Thank you, Alana. (laughs) That was Stream Queens, and we are so excited for you to listen to this and hopefully enjoy it. And this is our first time together in person after, like, so fucking long, and we've missed it, and we cannot wait to have all of you back with us as well. So you can stream us on all sorts of bullshit. You know where to find us if you're already listening. If you can't, fucking figure it out. (laughs) Have a great fucking night, you guys. Nikki, three, <laughs> and to that we say, we bye. love you. Bye.